0: Hey, we appreciate you listening to the Movie Propcast, and we just want to let you know you can find us on the old social media at Movie Propcast on Instagram and even TikTok. Yes, there's some stuff going on over there. But okay, enough about that. I'm going to get out of the way, and uh, we hope you enjoy the episode. Obviously this is an exciting time for us. We did this once before. We're here with uh, the Prop Store and their uh, entertainment memorabilia live auction in Los Angeles, 2023. Uh, We're here with Chuck. Chuck was generous enough to take some time and put aside some really cool props that we're gonna be looking uh, a a little bit closer at today. And if you're listening, uh, our movie Propcast listeners are wondering, why are these props? These props aren't even released yet. What are we talking about? You guys, we haven't even covered these films yet. Uh, this is a little teaser. We're going to be jumping into these films in, in the coming weeks. So this is kind of like a, a blueprint uh, of what we'll be doing in future episodes. And uh, we're so excited to be here talking uh, with you today, Chuck, and, and getting a closer look at these items. So we definitely appreciate you taking this time.
1: Well, thanks for letting us, uh, I guess, be a sneak peek to the future episodes. And always, people always love sneak peeks. Uh, they always stick around for them. So hopefully there's a few people watching this uh, to to get a sense of what you guys will be doing in the coming weeks.
0: Yes, absolutely. So when we were going through the catalog and there's yeah. an unbelievable amount of, of items that listen, if we could have picked everything, we would have done it. Cause it we're, we're, we love, yeah, we love film. We love movies and there's so many films in there that we wanted to get into. Uh, specifically we didn't, we didn't take anything from back to the future yet. We oh, haven't done one of my favorites oh, it's, it's, I love to talk it's, about back, to the, future. back it's, to the future, back to the future is, is one of my all time favorite movies. And, and I don't know why I have been holding that episode back. From the, from the audience, because I want it to be this big grand thing. And I see that you guys have a lot of props from Back to the Future 2. And because we hadn't done two, one yet. Yes. Yeah, we hadn't done one yes, yet. We do. I, I like, think 2 yeah. is the
1: prop heavy movie, I guess a little bit in 3 as well. And for those that are interested, you could go to propstore.com, uh, which is where we have our auction catalog for view and we have things again a little bit of a teaser uh we have things like the pepsi perfect bottle we have an la La magazine with a sports almanac cover you know got to hide that when you go to class and then we've got a couple of hoverboards so you know great conversation about which is your favorite hoverboard but that's when you guys get to back to the future too
0: Yes. yes absolutely we will get to that uh that's it's for sure coming i don't know why i'm holding it i i just want it to be you're holding tight I am. I'm like, this is going to be the best episode we've ever done. Uh, I've but brought we'll it get up like
2: three times. And you're just <laughs> if you, like, if you know, can only get
1: like I, Bob Gale or somebody else from the production on to talk about yeah. how they created those or how they envisioned the future. I've had that discussion with Bob and it's, it's pretty fantastic to think about. They were creating that stuff almost like 20 something or yeah, 30 years in, in the future. And some of right. it came true, some of it didn't come true. So that's that's the cool part about
0: it. Yeah, I think we're both suckers. Uh, Tyler and I are both suckers for time travel films. So oh, yeah. you mm-hmm. could put time travel in the worst movie of all time and we'd be like, I don't know guys, give it a chance. Like it's like we're, we're addicted to that stuff. So so yeah, like back time to the Bandits, future. So there you go. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> it's iconic. So so yes, like I said, we went through these ones and we were trying to map out what episodes we would love to get into and, and today, uh, we're we're gonna start it off. I think let's just start off with the one that's l- uh, lighting the room up right next to you. Uh, uh, iRobot. IRobot, uh, I Robot. I Robot. Tell tell us a little more about the. This is the uh, the robot from the from I Robot with Will Smith. Um and and that's it's so so cool to just see it there live in person.
1: Yeah, it is cool, and I apologize for folks. It does actually light up in the head. We didn't light it up, so otherwise you wouldn't be able to see it, but you can see how he glows in here. Um, my understanding about how they filmed, a lot of the, in that, there's there's a bunch of robots. So he is, you know, this is an example of one of the main robots, but frankly, they all look the same. But one of them comes to life, and they've got these different lights in, in, the, in the middle, and I'm sure you guys will talk about that. But um, Throughout, there's a lot of CG that's going on throughout the movie. But for some of the uh, effects, they actually had to create practical models of the iRobots. So there is more than one of those out there. But it is a sort of a plastic shell. It's a very sort of thinnish, uh, but translucent. So you can see through it, but it's got a little bit of a film to it. Uh, and they made it with you know sort of different robotic parts here to make it look like a robot. Although this these arms and legs don't work like a, a true robot. Uh, and then they added the lighting components to it as well. So Uh, A great thing, you know, it is about the same size as myself. So it's a full humanoid uh, figure. And, you know, frankly, it makes a great lamp at home. You can't, you know, (laughs) if you want to read a book, why not read with iRobot lighting your night up for you? Uh, But uh, I I think it's just a a fantastic thing from that movie. And everybody remembers these things. It's it's almost like he's sitting here ready to talk to me.
2: I hope not yeah <laughs> um, yeah well,
1: with so, AI these days you don't know what's talking and what's not talking yeah oh.
0: i was i was scared to get into that but yet it feels like that movie <laughs> is going to be something we're going to look back on and be like hey they they kind of got it right like i don't think we're too far off from robots that are that are going to be doing a lot of the stuff they did in that movie uh, i i would agree
1: that in terminator 2 is, is becoming yeah. more realistic every day but and, yeah
0: for sure so uh, but, but just, no great
1: great prop here yeah i think up for that movie i guess you guys can talk about what what else that uh, that uh, people would want but i think this is this is sort of it in a shell this is the eye robot himself
0: yeah and, I believe uh, his name was it. sunny in the in the film I don't know yeah. if that's exactly I think that is that I would imagine that is sunny or no
1: well Her, again I think they probably had multiple different versions of the robot yeah uh, you know and I'm sure they you know I'm not sure exactly which one was sunny versus the other ones that were not sunny but they all look the same in the in the film there so
0: right okay. for sure what the closer images that you have uh, on your website uh PropStoreAuction.com of, of this item the eyes they're kind of creepy looking yeah, uh, in person. How does that look like, or is it just like when you're passing oh, that wow. by, uh, at the end of the day, is it kind of following you or um, what?
1: You know, now that I look at it and I'm, I'm looking at it
0: now, it is
1: for those that understand the sort of, um, prosthetic eyeball, this, this is a, this is kind of like a, a medical grade, I believe, oh, fake man. eyeball inside. I can't guarantee cause I can't see it, but it does look like a full eyeball that they mounted in a metal bracket and the metal bracket, um, Mimics a human skull. It's really sort of built around. It's got cheekbones. It's got um, different, uh, pro- like a, you know, different, like almost like processes that are coming out from the eye uh, that make it look sort of like a sunshine pattern that are keeping it in place. But uh, you know, the more you look at it, there's sort of this metal Terminator-like uh, under uh, uh, under and under skeleton, if you want to look at it that way. That's probably even more creepy if you took the actual face off to look at. It. So. But a work of art. I mean, that's the thing about these things. They may be scary, but some artists work very hard to make it look very scary on film and in person when you have them next to you.
2: Looking at this now, like since iRobot came out, I've gotten like a degree in like anatomy and stuff, and I'm yeah. just appreciating where they have like the the biceps and like the thicker leg muscles. And even in, like, the lower yeah. spine area, like, they did a good job of making it look like what a human anatomy would look like. Like, those little wires going to the spine, we have muscles that do that. Yeah. And it's just, like, I actually am appreciating this on a completely different level now. This is awesome.
1: Yeah, and even the spine itself, with, you know, you've got your different sections of your spine with your spinal processes in the back. It's it's pretty uh, it's pretty crazy that they they did that, but in a simplified manner, which I guess made it a little bit easier to, to make more than one of these robots. Um, but it's very cool and, and very sturdy as well. So this is a kind of hear it's,
2: that it's the flick test, yeah. flick. What
1: is this made of? It doesn't yeah. go bing, so it's not made <laughs> out of metal. Uh, it's more like a hard resin cast there, but it's it's pretty sturdy in there as well. And then these plastic parts are lightweight. Uh, they okay. do move around there to make it there. But there's sort of a light, uh, thin plastic in there. Again, it's translucent, uh, but which gives a feel of skin to it. And then, obviously, they, they had in mind that they were ultimately going to light these. Mm-hmm. So they had to make the chest that way as well. But Very but cool. But awesome, awesome piece of technology. And it, it, you can't see the back of the neck, but they do actually have sort of like spinal processes wow. on the back of, oh, of that's the, awesome. the neck piece right back here as well. So to try to mimic a human course there's a bolt next to that which hopefully most people don't have i, I didn't no. break my right well, <laughs> years ago so lucky i don't look like that but uh, but yeah a great piece of uh, just of movie you know uh, i guess magic but they they made it look as real as possible, and and possibly what things will look like in thirty years from
0: now. Yeah, I can already see this this flying up the draft board for when our when I, uh, the iRobot uh, episode releases. You can imagine that now. Now that again, like we're looking at these even closer now, they're going to be a little closer to our hearts. So when we're drafting, we're going to be fighting over this stuff. Uh, it's going to yeah. be pretty exciting. <laughs> uh, let's move on to Troy. Now, this is a movie that I have not watched yet. It is on our our our, 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 our I guess going to be on our future episode list. But I have not actually seen this yet. And I know Tyler's a little upset with me. He couldn't believe it when I told him. <laughs> I, I have couldn't. 500 movies behind me on Blu-ray and DVD. And Troy is not one of them. So I'm excited to watch it. I checked out the runtime. It's almost three hours. So I'm like, this is going to be. No, this is that was
1: be before it. most movies were three hours, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So this but is going to be an it's exciting it's got one.
1: three hours of Brad Pitt in it. so It does. Know, There's a lot good. of good action.
2: Like that that <laughs> shield gets work in the movie. So I can't wait for you to see it. It's going to be good. Yeah.
0: So let's take a closer look at it. Yeah, let's. Yeah. It's it's bigger than I thought it would be for sure.
1: Yeah, it's very cool because I think, you know, I won't I won't actually lift it up. It's actually made of biscuit foam. So it's lighter for the actors to carry. This isn't a heavy shield per se, but it looks Mm -hmm. heavy and it looks like it's got metal. So this is all metal painting that was going on on the the foam biscuit. But um, and on the back, it's actually got a leather grip as if it was a real shield so that when the actors were playing with it, I'm sure it did have sort of a real feel to it. But what's interesting is we also have the uh, sword. Um, in the in the uh, auction as well and what you'll notice when you again when you watch the movie is the sword is actually part of the shield this is the design of the sword it's kind of got a curved blade to it Mm -hmm. and they mimicked it and when you put those two things together it's fantastic as far as a display, but it's interesting how they incorporated you know one thing that was a, a, a weapon into the other thing that's technically a shield which isn't a weapon um, but it's protecting you from it but it's it's consistent throughout from a design perspective and I'm obviously intentional but just shows the thought process that was going into designing this and I think what's great from a movie standpoint is you can put your head you know if you turn this sideways it makes for great action as far as showing the actor's head while they're um, while they're actually doing their scenes. So, you know, I'm sure there was some practical, you know, I'm sure they they tested this at some point. They probably had a rounder shield at one point, but decided on this cutout version of it, which is very unique and, and cool looking as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It looks awesome. I, I'm just curious, I know that the sword you said you guys have the sword as well. We we noticed that in the catalog. Yeah. Did those come from two separate places or were they together? I believe they did. I believe okay. it, I I wasn't
1: working with the consigners, I but I believe they were they came from two different sources. The uh now where this is biscuit foam, the sword is actually full bronze. And so it oh. is heavy. So now, and they're always, you know, for those that don't know, there's always different versions that they make for the film. So there's always typically a stunt version of this, what they call a hero version. A hero version would be used for up-close shots, uh, and it might be made of something like metal because they want it to look as real as possible. There were probably rubber versions of that as well that they used as stunt swords and potentially something as light as bamboo, which they'll sometimes use for that. Um, But the one we have is a quote-unquote hero, which is made out of bronze, which is which just again the the pairing of these would look if you can afford it and you can buy both in the auction that's those are both great examples but you could choose one or the other and that can be your your debate down the road i guess
2: what i also love is there's fine detail towards the center of the shield like you can if you pull it up on the website i'm looking on the side as yeah. well like they have yes. etchings and there's actually like uh it i guess it might even tell a story but it sort of looks like a like a cave wall or something like that
1: yeah I, and i think when you look at even if you go back in greek and, and roman mythology you will or not mythology but history you'll actually find a lot of things whether it be urns or other things that have those types of desi- those designs which are around you know in this case i believe soldiers fighting and a battle that's going on but they have very detailed figures in there and you do get that kind of craftsmanship in the shield as well which is again a, a work of art in many different ways
2: and I know that they like to do Easter eggs. I wonder if whoever designed this had something in mind. I, I mean, it, it'd be hard to track that person down, but I wonder if they were trying to tell a specific story. Good
1: question. I don't know the history behind that, but you're right. You know, it's always fun to look for those kind of Easter eggs. And was this based off of a very famous piece of art or was it created from scratch? Is there somebody hidden in there that, you know, that is is key to the plot line that we may not see right away, but is hidden in the design in there? So and it's great for those, again, that want to go to PropStore.com to look at the images from the auction, whether you're watching this now, you know, before or after. you can. Um, you can go see high res images that will allow you to see, you know, all those things that you're just talking about in detail. Yeah,
2: well, absolutely. What's up? You, you've got to see what Brad Pitt does. Like he mentioned earlier, like the recesses in the shield, the stuff that Brad Pitt does. Like you could tell, I'm, a lot of it looked like it was him and not a stunt double. Like the the way he flowed with this shield and sword throughout the movie and spears at times too. Like not everyone had a shield like this in the movie. He really stands out because it follows Achilles, who is just one of the greatest soldiers in history you've got to see what he looks like like if we had this sword and shield we would look like we'd look like dweebs where they can yeah this oh, for sure was, yeah we're not all we don't
0: we, we don't all look
1: like Brad. Pitt. yeah it's yes, brad i mean come on right. this is not Brad. Pitt. <laughs> is not brad Pitt. hey don't sell yourself Sorry. short chuck you're close man you're close my right? my my wife probably thinks at least i maybe maybe may looking like a brad but it, it's probably <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh uh all right so let's let's move on now that we're talking about the shield let's talk about the sword uh that we have on the table as well this one obviously does yep. not go with that shield but this is Blades, blade. This is uh, this is Wesley right. Snipes' blade. Wesley Snipes' version yeah, this, of blade. Which there will this. be a new
1: version of blade coming out to to sort of reinvent the franchise to, to mm-hmm. some degree. But this is the again what they would call a hero because it's made out of metal. Now again, yes. you can do the ping test and you can hear. It Ooh, that's good. And right. then, but it is uh, aluminum. So again, they might you know, there might be a version that is. Uh, something heavier like a steel, my gut is most of the metal ones would be aluminum because it is lighter weight and it's shinier, which actually shows well on camera. Um, And there's different versions. I think we've had other versions. If you remember, there's little spikes that come out uh, from from that. And I actually prefer this as far as if I had to own a version. And again, I I talked about the fact that there are different versions of it. What I like about the fact that the spikes aren't there is even from a display, it's not distracting and Mm -hmm. it allows you to really hold this thing uh yourself and really play with it uh where the other version of that you have to worry about these spikes that that uh, that you have to grip onto so um yeah, yeah it's I don't know a, what you guys want to say about this one, but
0: well, for sure. So, so well, you said play with it. I'm, I'm, I'm scared by the amount of money that it would take to to, to have this. I don't know <laughs> if you'd be out, out in the backyard wielding it around, but uh. I would. I would. Oh, 100%. Come on, I think mean,
1: anybody, like let's say yes. you own this or you own a yeah. sword, you're gonna do a pose like this. You gotta you know, do something. I mean, whatever.
0: definitely taking the, pictures. Yeah, I, I can't do
1: it here, but I'd probably blade with more <laughs> of like a one-handed sword type of person. But yeah. you gotta at least mimic the actor at
0: some.
2: Point, I'm, I'm definitely thing. twirling that in the backyard, one hundred percent.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a power move for sure when people come over and be like, hey, you want to check the sword? Out? Like, sure, I'm sure people have swords on the wall, but it's not blade sword. Like, this is this is awesome. Uh, Wesley Snipes in that film was incredible. Uh, and, and what's cool is, yeah, it's his blade. But like the dude was putting in work without it. He didn't even need it. He, he was doing his own moves out there. And it was it, it's such an amazing thing. Obviously, the end of the film kind of culminates with him. Just going nuts with that thing, uh, which is which is really cool. But uh, but yeah, I mean it's 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 such a cool piece of movie history. And like you said, Blade is now going to be put back into the fold of the MCU. Uh, mm-hmm. Some sometime here in the near future i feel like they keep pushing the date back a little bit but
1: yeah there's rejiggering of the whole schedule i'm sure but uh yeah pretty soon i think within the next year or so i think you you can expect to see yeah the, so, so that's lineup. gonna
0: be exciting and i feel like yeah when when people say yeah that, that blades out now and you say listen you want to see something cool i have blades blade which is <laughs> that's that to me that's yeah. like the coolest line in history You do that that's pretty sweet <laughs>
1: Right, and you know, when you're choosing one item from the movie, it's always yeah. great to choose the thing that the na- the movie was ma- named after. Well, I yes. guess it's the person and right. the object, and it's kind of a play on words. What's interesting in the design on this, and I don't know if you guys can see that, is this part right here is flat
0: mm-hmm. yeah.
1: while the rest of it is round, which actually allows for a great grip on it. So it'll it as a right-handed person, I am now sort of gripping it sort of on the palm uh with the flat side and then and then you oh. can actually hold it much better and actually is increases your ability to hold a sword like that so again some interesting design uh built into this this thing here and i believe there's a, a little sort of hidden button it doesn't work on this particular version on this but uh yeah and again you know somebody designed it there's some for, some very if you look again you can go to ProStore.com and look in in detail but you'll notice there's some designs also built into this as well into the hilt
0: yeah, so, absolutely. Um, I definitely encourage everybody who's listening now, whenever you're watching this, head over to propstore.com and just take a closer look at a lot of the items they have. It'll blow your mind what they have in this catalog and up for auction at a given time. And the detail that you guys take to, to really get in and get all the details on these, on these uh, items is really good. I, I, kudos to you guys on the website. It's, it looks great.
1: Well, we look at it like fans ourselves. We want to give everybody high-res pictures because that's what we would want. We don't, you yeah. Know, the, the worst kind of auction is where you go there and you you have to like ask them for extra pictures because there's mm. one picture that's sitting there that's really low-res. So I think we've learned as fans ourselves around what what we want to see in the details, and and frankly, it also helps the buyer um, look at the details and compare it to the, the movie itself and and try to actually screen match. A lot of times, we do try to screen match items, which means that we can identify specific flaws or, or things that are unique to that item and match it to that the, the one that appears on screen um, uh, and you know there could be you know, with especially with like a, a blades blade they could have used you know 10 different swords and 10 you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and a bunch of different sequences so you could you, you what we always try to do with our items is to say is this the you know the one that was used in this scene um and those high-res pictures allow you to do that we don't do it for everything very frankly we don't have time to do it for right. every single item that we own and uh, that we've sold in the past. So it's a great little uh, adventure if, if you wanna say, ooh, can I, can I try to identify which yeah. sword this was? Cause I noticed something there. Maybe yeah. I can go into the movie and actually see that same flaw somewhere else.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's a great feature you guys have on your website, especially I, I like looking at the, the the high resolution pictures, but I also love that when you put the, the frames from the film in and you're like, yeah. oh yeah, I remember that scene. <laughs> like, even if you haven't seen that movie in a long time, you're like, oh yeah, that's the one. It's, that's, that's what makes it really fun to look at your website. Yeah.
2: And especially uh, with, like, a blade sword because versus other props, like, they took time to make that an intricate – like, that got focus in the movie. Whereas, like, some of these other things were just yeah. in the movie. They were, like – either people were trying to steal blade sword. They were trying to use it against him. He had, like, uh gimmicks with it. Like, it was, it was really a focus. So, it's cool that you're able to do that.
1: All right. So, yeah. let's – and when you get to Blade, I guess there are other great weapons in Blade, so mm-hmm. worth a discussion when you get to that movie.
0: <laughs> no, yes. for sure, absolutely. Uh, let's let's get to hugging some faces here. Uh, let's go oh, to Alien on. versus Predator. I, I didn't. <laughs> I wanted to word it that way. I don't know why it sounds weird when you say it, but uh, let's take a look, let's take a closer look at this animatronic face hugger. Uh yeah. Weird looking creature. Uh, this scary little thing, and uh, and people are into this. I know a lot of people. Uh, that are that are into. You know, not just horror movie, but just this is this movie. I, I don't know. It kind of transcends. It's a, it's a different kind of action horror type film. But uh, Alien versus Predator was one of the one of the more fun movies to watch in those early two thousands.
1: Yeah, I, I mean it was the first time obviously they paired those two mega franchises up, mm-hmm. uh, and I won't spoil the ending, but the the ending's <laughs> kind of cool. Uh, I'm sure most people out there have probably seen it but you'll'll you yeah. watch it together but the face hugger obviously had its roots in the earlier alien movies and I think it you know what what shocked me in the earlier alien movies was you know especially when you had the chest burster and, and the fact that these aliens incubate inside of, of humans and this is the facehugger is what implants those eggs inside of the humans, uh, or any other animal that they come in contact with. Um, it's 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 a spider-like creature. Uh, we've got some other very cool spider-like creatures in this auction, including the uh, the thing. Um, but th- 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 that I think you know, th- th- it almost looks like fingers. Like I look at it here, and I was like, oh, it's it's almost modeled after bony. Uh, fingers and, and you can you can almost feel it wrap around your face in that regard. So it's it's very cool, and I think this is an animatronic version. Um, there are static versions of these that we have seen as well. The animatronic versions obviously mean they spent a lot of time and money working it. Uh, they don't always work after production. They usually cut mm-hmm. the wires that go with this. But this this at one point you know had a servo that like create you know created the, that effect that it was grabbing onto something, which uh, which is just shows how they made this movie
0: yeah i would say out of the, everything that's on the table right now that would probably be the scariest one to just display in your home uh it, it's a cool story <laughs> obviously it's iconic but uh man that thing is uh it's funny looking and if you check out the photos propstore.com uh, the closer look photos on these ones would i i i don't know man my mom i could i can just imagine she's terrified of spiders it, she, she could even. She, I think she's even seen this film. But I, if she saw this, she would run. She would go run, and uh, for sure, this thing's terrifying.
1: <laughs> it, it is, and I think what's interesting when you see it in person, as I am, with the lights blaring on it, it has. They coated it in a very high gloss, and, uh, and the thought know. was these things usually have like ooze and stuff on mm, yeah. them. And the 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 I guess, I would call it shellac for the for the for the uh, I guess simplistic, but it's kind of a clear coat that goes on top of of this, which. Uh, serves to probably protect the the rubber that's underneath. But it also gives this feeling of like, it's kind of like if you were to touch it, it's like, is it going to be gooey or? It, yeah. it, it adds to that effect that's of like awesome. creepiness of like, I don't want to touch this thing, but I kind of want to touch this thing to see what it actually does.
0: Yeah. But, that's uh, the, the the amount of detail that's put into to, to almost to all these props is incredible. And and just for you to be there in person and to be that close, it, it's it's got to be a fun job to just be able to see all this stuff come through and, and it, just iconic it, it is. film that's history. part of the joy
1: of collecting. Yeah. I yeah. think people that collect this stuff, that's the joy that they get is they get to, to bring that and you know, study it and, 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 and live it every day. And we got... I obviously, we have plenty of treasures here at Prop Store every day, uh, but you know, part of the reason we do it is so that you guys can take them home with you and you can enjoy them and, and cherish these. Because the people that made these, obviously, Alien versus Predator was not the first Alien movie, and this is not the right. first Facehugger. So they learn from earlier iterations of the Facehugger, and and always, I, what I always find is they always try to make improvements on the design and add mm-hmm. something new and add something different that's going to excite the audience. There in this movie, what's different about the Facehuggers this time? What's different about the alien creatures you know hint hint at the ending but yeah
0: um, yeah
1: yeah
0: so. yeah so that's what's, what's cool is practical Spoilers. props uh especially nowadays with with cgi and everything and, and it's it's kind of like it's still happening but it's not happening nearly as much as it was back back in the day so yeah. to get to see that and how how much detail that they put into it uh it, it you just got to respect it uh how, how much that happened back in the day uh as opposed to now where just like they just go, they just do it on a computer. It could just, a. it's a piece of blue, it's a blue square, right? And they just turn it into a face hugger. So
1: yeah. They do, <laughs> but I think there are certain, uh, you know, directors out there that only want to have practical props because they mm-hmm. appreciate the, the the lifelike nature that they can bring to it. So you still do have some people out there that will say, you know, let's invest and in actually do this uh, by hand and do, do it the sort of quote unquote old fashioned way.
2: With that being animatronic, I'm only imagining having that on display at your house, but hooking it up and not telling people like imagine <laughs> fr- yeah going to a friend's house and like you're going in the middle of the night you want water and you just see the face hugger just like twitching just like just something around. subtle yeah yeah <laughs> oh my, oh my gosh. gosh
0: that'd be that would be definitely weird uh let's move on to something that looks uh, a little more uh safe i guess uh let's go to star lord's helmet all right guardians of the galaxy 2014. this movie I, it's it's so good. Obviously, MCU has been crushing it for years. Uh, it, but this was, to me, one of their first, I wouldn't say risks. I mean, they were crushing it for a long time. But to go out and do a movie like that, that that isn't really as mainstream, it's not one of their heavy hitters. I remember coming out of that film not knowing, I, I went in not really knowing who these characters were. And I came out saying, this movie was like, it was amazing. I, I love these characters. Yeah. It was a fun movie. It was kind of a a, a different different uh, atmosphere, different vibe than a lot of the movies that they were putting out. And, and that's Star-Lord's helmet, man. That's the guy. that That's really cool that you guys have that.
1: That, that is, and Chris Pratt played Star- Star-Walk, Star-Lord mm-hmm. in that. And people have commented in person when they see this, like, he's got a big head. And I'm like, well, I, yeah. I, I have a big head <laughs> as well. So maybe that means I can wear it. Yeah. But I agree with you. I'm a longtime comic book fan. And I actually read those. They were, it was a series called Marvel Presents, where you saw the Guardians of the Galaxy. And to say that the Avengers, you know, frankly, everybody considered them sort of B-level characters, the X-Men and Fantastic Four, which had gone over to Fox, uh, early on those were sort of the a-level characters that they had sold off and marvel had sort of kept the other characters mm-hmm. I would have, I considered these kind of the C or even maybe D listers But what mm-hmm. was interesting on the whole take was they decided to take Starlord who if you go back to the comic books Star was not one of the original Guardians of the Galaxy There was a character named Starhawk that was actually the leader of that the only character that actually stayed around from the comics into the Movie adaptation was Yandu. and he sort of he, he moved from being sort of the main team member to being a bit of an adversary mm-hmm. uh, in the movies uh, so you know, Star, there was a Star-Lord character in the comic books. looked a little bit different than that. But they put Rocket Raccoon, who came from, it was a backup character in the Hulk and had this weird Mike Mignola miniseries. Uh, Groot, which was a Jack Kirby-created pre-hero monster character. A lo- just a lot of things that, that you didn't know was going to work. And just James Gunn made it work fantastically. So I totally agree with you. And when this is really the, when you first see the character, this is how you see him. You sort mm-hmm. of see him coming out of the sand. He's wearing this mask you don't know who he actually is and then the mask you know that was more of a cg effect will come off yeah um but there is a practical this you know the, the top is missing here so you can see his head or see his hair come through uh and the mask itself is is attached by magnets in the front and the back that actually to do that and there's obviously a light switch that can that controls the eyes here uh for that effect but um great if you happen to be in a sandstorm i uh, maybe the eyes help clear <laughs> up make it easier to see in a sandstorm i guess that's the the, the thought process there yeah I love, no. no i go, love go that ahead.
2: you i love that you touched on the history like especially with the movies because like you said they they sold off their main characters and they had not a lot to work with and i know we didn't even do this on purpose but people attribute blade to like reviving marvel so or at least giving it that second chance and for star lord x-men
1: too i'd say x-men X- x-men you know, the, the yes first X- yeah. x-men were, were big yes. surprises in some ways but you know hugh jackman really made those sticks yes.
2: Yeah, and (laughs) just like for us to be – we were kind of wondering like how do we pick what are going to be important? And for Guardians of the Galaxy to come out like in phase two after Iron Man 3 and Thor 2 that weren't really well received. And then after Guardians – because Guardians was a funny movie. Like it's considered a comedy. And then you see that tonal shift in the Marvel franchise where they start to go more comedy. They're like, all right, this is our niche. This killed it. And then they just continue to go with it. Like that movie, I I don't want to say that it was at pivotal. Like I I kind of do want to say it's pivotal. Yeah, Yeah, no, I I, I totally
1: agree with you. I hadn't really thought about it in that way. It was as you said the first biggest risk that they took, but Mm -hmm. with that risk came a huge reward because they they did change it. The the following Thor movie that came out was either you saw a humorous Thor as opposed to a very serious Thor. In dark world and and dark world frankly didn't work as well as either the first movie or the third movie in many people's opinions um yeah. and i think it was partly because they realized that they did need that tonal shift and they Saw the reaction they got from Guardians and said, hmm, maybe this can work with some of our other characters.
0: Yes. And yeah. uh and we won't get into that. I don't want to get into any spoilers of Guardians three, oh, but that's that's out now. Uh you're seeing Guardians three, so I can't spoil it yet. So. Yeah, so oh, I not, we're, not, yeah. we're not touching on that. But Guardians three, uh and, and from what I understand, obviously the way they're marketing this, this is kind of like the wrap up of the Guardians as we know them currently. Uh and I'm yeah. sure that they'll still be a part of the MCU in the future, but uh, yeah a lot a lot of change a lot of change a lot of shift but this is the helmet that started it all uh in gardens of the yep. galaxy and and it's just a really cool piece and it's so cool that you guys have that uh and you can check it out like 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 you said you're you look we're looking at it with you right now but at propstore.com, uh, yeah. you can get the closer looks,
2: it looks yeah and good. there's
1: I, I believe if you actually turn them on the side and I don't want to mess with them too much but I believe there's lights on the side as well as oh, that's in the front, awesome that you can kind of yeah. see so they, they have a lot of detail on it if you look at the paint close-up and again you can go on propstore.com and and sort of see the close-up shots they've sanded the paint down a little bit because you know again when we see him first time he's in a sandstorm so and i think the the thought is he's been wearing this helmet to protect himself out in space and other things it's beat Mm -hmm. up it's old it's been protecting him for a number of years so it makes sense that it's not fresh off the shelf
0: Absolutely, I appreciate that 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 comic book insight, Chuck. Uh, I, I I didn't yeah. even know all that stuff. Anytime that, I can.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> I love it.
0: That was amazing. Uh, I would say let's move on to. Uh, I don't want to say we're saving the best for last, but I know Tyler's kind of sure. geeking out. Uh, <laughs> he's the he's the Harry Potter guy. So Harry oh. Potter memorabilia, Harry Potter anything. He he owns more Harry Potter things than I've ever seen anyone own outside of Daniel Radcliffe, <laughs> which I don't even know if he owns it, but I'd imagine he has a lot of uh, Harry Potter stuff just laying around in the warehouse. But This is the robe, the the wand. This is this is iconic, uh, iconic stuff. And I know Tyler's excited to get a closer look at this.
1: Yeah. So so here it is over here. Um, You know, a few things I'll say is first, I won't get into the whole history because it sounds like Tyler knows everything about the books. But (laughs) Chamber of Secrets is probably the first time. That as a book, I think most people started picking up the series because they had started hearing a bit of the buzz Mm -hmm. of Harry Potter after the first book. It, It really started taking off in the second and then the third books. And by the time you got to Order of Phoenix, it's like they were selling, I don't know how many hundreds of thousands, you know, and everybody was lined up around the block to get those things. So even from book standpoint, it was early on. But you have to think about the progression of the kids themselves as they were playing these roles. Obviously, they did play them back to back. But if you look, this is obviously a Daniel Radcliffe costume from early on because he's small. It's a smaller costume as he got larger. Um, you know, I'm sure if you see a costume from the, the later movies, it's much bigger than that, which is kind of cool because mm-hmm. it puts it at a point in time. But what's rare for this is, you know, Harry Potter, I believe, you know, you look at the franchises in movie props that are the most important. And Star Wars is probably the number one. Mm-hmm. Um, there's other great ones like Batman, Superman, some of those so 70s, 80s films, films like Goonies and other things that have, have hit hard. But for a newer generation, folks that might be in their 40s now um, or even 30s, the Harry Potter franchise was really the thing that sticks to them. And I, and I like to tell people that, you know, the things that mean the most to you are those things that you encountered probably in the ages of 10 to 15, maybe 10 to 20. And that's what you know people spend a lot of their lives trying to go back and recapture that that youth that they had and those fun times that they had. Um, many years from now, Harry Potter and continue, it's going to continue on. There's a new television series in the works, as I'm sure you guys know. Mm-hmm. Um, but having the original Harry Potter costumes is fantastic. And this is the most complete, we've never offered a complete Harry Potter costume. We've offered glasses in the past. We've offered a wand in the past, uh, but we've never had the full costume, including shoes. Um, wow. But what's even better about this costume is the distressing to it, is this fake- uh it uh, it is fake mud you know and you, when you get this <laughs> yeah. if you buy this it I'll tell you it's the the estimate on it is 75,000 to 150,000 so it's not going to be the cheapest yeah. but I would not take it to the dry cleaner that's what I would tell you
2: yeah, yeah absolutely leave the mud on it yeah you need it
0: yeah you, it's you, definitely you, it's you seen some things and that's what makes it iconic right it's it's it's, it's yeah. it was in the film he's obviously gone through it at that point uh in the film but yeah like you said to to have the glasses to have the wand uh, and the wand
1: is being sold separately, just to, yes, crawl, yes. You know, just to okay. be clear. Yeah. So you could buy the costume. The costume does come with the glasses, mm-hmm. but if you want the real complete set, you can buy both the wand and and the costume. Uh, yeah.
0: So. Yeah. Obviously, I, I, the wand's iconic uh, just as much as the yeah. outfit. Uh, maybe, uh, Probably more so. Obviously, wiz- what's a wizard yeah. without his wand? You know, that's... Uh,
1: <laughs> And it is. And again, I'll play it. See, this is what people are going to do. If you yeah. buy this wand, you are going to do something along those lines, you know? So, um, but it's a, you know, it's a wood wand. This is actually, you know, feel, although I believe these were made out of, if I remember correctly, I, I have to look at the description myself, but I know some of them were like resin that were actually painted to look like wood. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd have to even check our researchers to find out because my eyes are not so good in the light here, but, um, there were versions of this there. This was, this was probably like what you would call his, his normal wand that he would be carrying around, but when they did a special effects on it, there was a, a one that had a glowing tip to it as well. Ooh, okay. So you will, they did make different versions of this that were sort of special effects versions of the wand. This is just a static wand, as they would say, that is not. But you know, what's interesting with Harry Potter's, and I'm sure people have seen it, is the simplicity of Harry's wand compared to all the other wands that are in there. Every wand in the film has a different design. If you go to one of the theme parks and you buy a wand, you obviously have your choice of different wands. But Harry's is the most plain, which speaks to the almost the low key, you know, nature of the character of the fact that he he wasn't, you know, all about the glory. He wasn't about that. He's just quite fine being an average, you know, as much uh, average kid as he can. But he's gifted with these these powers he you never knew he had.
0: So, yeah. yeah. You mentioned the theme park. I'm, and Tyler, I, I know you have uh, just a, a chest full of uh, of wands from, from Universal Studios.
2: So, like, all <laughs> right. So just so you know, my wife wanted her original plan. We were getting a house. She wanted a room that would just be completely Harry Potter themed. <laughs> so she loaded up and this was her. Not it was, was her. Loaded, yeah, I guess yes, that, it was yeah. her. And like scarves, wands. Uh, we have potions. We have. We have book covers, like wrappings that you could put on books to make them look like their uh, their class their textbooks. We have we have a lot of things. So to have something like that, and I love uh, I didn't get to say this earlier that you can tell what scene in in the movie this is from. Like that yeah. it, it, you could tell that that came from right after the basilisk fight, and that's it's. I like that they put that kind of detail in. But to have something like that, uh, we would absolutely go crazy. That would be amazing. Yeah
0: right and well, it, it's available prop store <laughs> propstore.com. you can check it out you can bid. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, right.
1: yeah. yeah we have an auction going on from june 28th through june 30th you can go right now at propstore.com, see the entire catalog of over 1400 items we do have some harry potter things including the letters if maybe you don't have enough for the full costume or the or the one but we have things like letters and we have artwork even as well that was used for some of the harry potter movies or some of the licensing uh uh, products that they came out afterwards, which is also very cool. And I think that's what we pride ourselves on is, you know, fans out there, they don't always have tens of thousands of dollars to spend on things. We're going to showcase some of the things that we have here. They might be on the more expensive side, um, you know, a few thousand dollars, but we also have things that are a few hundred dollars or, you know, in the low nice. thousands as well. They're still cool. And mm-hmm. I, that's what I would suggest is like, you know, collecting movie memorabilia may not be top of mind as much as may a comic book. You know, I started mm-hmm. collecting comic books and they're very accessible. Um, if you go to our website, it becomes a lot more accessible. And especially if you come out here to Valencia and get immersed in it, you start seeing that. Yeah, you <laughs> can actually own something from your favorite movie or television show. And then you also learn over time, too. It doesn't have to necessarily cost you an arm and a leg, so to speak.
0: Absolutely. Chuck, uh, we, 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 with we, <laughs> yeah, we appreciate you so much taking the time uh, prop store as well. Uh, we were going to make it out this year. I swear we were going to make it over there for the L.A. <laughs> oh, auction. Uh, the, Tyler is having a can't. child at the end of the month. Due date is yeah. the same weekend as the auction. So the exact date. Well, yeah, I mean, we, we had to have, weigh the options. Uh, yeah yeah i mean there is phone access
1: we were going to be doing it at the peterson museum it's on a if you had if you can line up a helicopter they can sort of land on the roof take Boom. you to wherever you need to go okay there uh, it is yeah yeah, I'm no, sure, we're, yeah.
0: we're 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 100 looking looking forward to potentially next year we'll we'll slide over we want to check it out in person we want to see these things in person and, and really uh really talk to you guys in person i think that'd be a really cool experience so we'll be looking yeah. forward to the auction uh at the end of the month and we'll be definitely watching uh, to see how things go, and and maybe even bidding—I don't know. We'll have to see. See what we can find in there. You'll—you
1: can find something. You always got to find something, you know. And they make great gifts too, sometimes.
0: Absolutely. So, think about All right, the Ch- holiday I mean, season. only a half a year away.
1: But <laughs> so I have one more thing, I think we have to talk about—is uh, something behind me, or you no? Know?
0: Oh, what's uh, I mean, Did something.
1: we have one more thing? I don't. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if you guys want to mention that, but people watching it probably. This probably, I think you probably seen it's, Star Wars. Oh yeah, I, I mean, want to mention it,
0: it? Listen, it wasn't this, on our list, but we know exactly what that is. Absolutely. Yes, easily. Yes
1: yeah so this is uh princess leia from the very end sequence of uh star wars the star wars A new hope as they call it now this is uh the metal ceremony ja- uh i guess dress um and the you know, interesting story behind it is that uh it was found think, like, over 10 years ago and was kind of wadded up and somebody had worn it to a fancy dress party what? it was just sort of, you know, discarded <laughs> after the uh after Ow. the production and sort of kept you know and then it's been now lovingly restored and put on a a, a museum-like frame or a, a, it's it's a sort of a custom mannequin build that you've got here but it's just a beautiful piece screen matches the belt you can tell all the little the little details so mm-hmm. real piece of history that we're going to be auctioning off there that just you know i would encourage you if nothing else to go to the website just to look at all those great pictures of of Carrie Fisher in this dress um it's just it's 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 sort of magic to be able to handle a piece like this
0: yeah that's so, a major major piece it's on your front page uh, of the website propstore.com. check it out uh yeah to see that closer is incredible and we appreciate you guys throwing that in yeah we didn't we didn't it wasn't on our list but cuz we didn't we didn't want we didn't want anybody moving it you know on our behalf <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's why we we set up shop right behind her
2: Would you say that that's the star of the show? Is that like, do you guys have like a a major focal point each year?
1: We, you know, we do. It's always funny throughout the year. We're we're sort of treasure hunters because we never know. Mm -hmm. As soon as we do an auction, we have to start from scratch all over again and say, what's going to come in the door? And sometimes the auctions bring things out. People say, hey, I never knew we we sold, for instance, an elf costume for $300,000 a few years ago. People are like, wow, elf stuff is going for a lot of money. I have this in my garage. So sometimes that does happen um i'd say the other one that we're auctioning and this one is the bat pod uh from christopher nolan movies Mm -hmm. so those were practical machines that they specially made for the movie that came out in the tumblr i think there was at least four of them were made but uh, warner brothers we actually sold this same one uh, a few years ago uh, as part of an, an official warner brothers sale and then uh, it's, it was actually on display at the Peterson Museum, which is where we'll be holding the auction on June 28th. but um, it was on loan to them and now it's coming back and going up for auction so that somebody else out there can own it. But it's a, a great practical like especially if you're a gearhead, uh, mm-hmm. it's like the ultimate Batman thing that you can have, yeah. especially from the, the Nolan franchise where there's very very little material that has been released to the public.
2: Okay yeah
1: that thing and those are incredible. both estimated at one million to two million dollars
2: oh so my god yes you know,
1: those it's, are people with big pockets can afford those but i, I promise not everything is that expensive
0: right, right. <laughs> well the money's in those tires man they're so big those I, tires, yeah, it's really yeah. the tires that's it uh i know how much it's it like is to get some new tires. It's like it's all yeah. the tires. <laughs> absolutely chuck thank you so much man we appreciate you taking the time and we look forward to doing this again in the future
1: hey we well, thanks for for having us on and enjoy uh the movies as you guys get to see some of these in the future
0: Thank you, Chuck. Thank you. Catch you later.